0: Welcome to Adventures in ESL podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Hey everyone, I want to welcome you back to the My Adventures in ESL podcast. I have great news to share with you this week. One of the biggest requests that I consistently get is how do you plan for language learners? That is why I want to invite every single one of you that's listening to join me this summer in the prep and plan sessions. During these sessions, I am going to be walking you through how to set the foundation for successful planning throughout the school year. These will be free sessions available to you. So I really want each and every one of you to join. To join, go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash prep and plan. That website again is myadventuresinesl.com forward slash prep and plan. I will be sure to link those in the show notes as well. So go join. So in a few weeks, you will be ready to prep and plan with me for the upcoming school year. Now you know we always start off each episode with a reflection question and this week's reflection question is, what did you do last summer that was effective in planning for your school year? I want to encourage you all just to take a moment to reflect on this question. If you need to pause this podcast to jot down some notes or just pause to think, just take the time to think about it and answer yourself honestly how effective you were in your planning last summer if you did any if you didn't do any really be thinking about that the problem many of us face when it comes to this during the summer is very simple we just don't want to plan over the summer (laughs) the problem with that is that when we don't plan we start the year out with some form of a disadvantage so we want to do a little planning during the summer, even if it's just a tiny bit of planning. There was a time when I dedicated my whole summer to planning. There were also times when I decided not to plan at all during the summer. The problem that I encountered with dedicating my whole summer with planning is that I didn't really have time to regroup, reflect, and genuinely just enjoy the summer. On the opposite end, I have also spent my whole summer not being productive, not doing anything at all. When I did do this, you have heard me mention time and time again that when I did do this, it really caused my school year to start off very hectic and very chaotic. I just really felt all over the place. It didn't take me long to realize that I just needed to strike a balance in how I'm doing this over the summer. I did not have to be on the extreme end and just spend the whole summer planning, but I just really could strike a realistic balance on how much I'm planning over the summer and really factoring in my time that I'm relaxing and regrouping and spending time with family and friends and traveling as well. I started to notice that once I started properly planning my summer days, I could balance planning and having time to relax. I usually start in the month of July scheduling one hour a day planning my lessons. So this year I'm planning a family reunion. (laughs) So it's good times doing that. So it's going to have to be the week after the family reunion that I'm actually going to start planning one hour a day just scheduling uh, or scheduling one hour a day to plan my lessons for the upcoming school year. Then about a week before the school year starts, I usually increase that time to about two to three hours a day. So taking small steps led me to staying consistent and building up momentum for the upcoming school year. Here are some very minimal and basic steps you can take to help you plan for the upcoming school year. The first step is, decide on when you're going to start planning for the school year. Once you decide, write it on your calendar and commit to that time. You can even take the time to schedule the specific days you want to commit to the planning. In my case, I just committed to Monday through Friday, one hour a day for a week. That's the time. So one hour each day for the week. The second step that you need to do is make a decision on how long you will plan for during this time. Are you going to commit to 30 minutes or are you going to commit to an hour or are you going to do an hour and a half? I suggest just starting off with 30 minutes and then increasing that time. Um, That way you can kind of build some momentum. And a lot of times once you kind of find yourself getting into it, you can end up spending a little longer in it anyways. Remember to remove any possible distractions during this time. And then when you're doing it during this time, go in with a plan on what you're going to be doing. So if you're going to write in your calendar going to brainstorm lesson ideas. I'm going to organize folders. Like brainstorm beforehand what you're going to be doing so you're just not spending the time just doing anything. So make sure that you're doing that as well. The third tip that I want to encourage you is is that on your calendar for the school year, block out any holidays, testing days, and special events. It's important that you do this because it really will dictate which lessons you can do and how long you plan on doing them for the school year. So just like I was just mentioning, so if you're going to be planning out and brainstorming, okay, I want to do these lessons and these lessons, By going ahead, taking a calendar, and just blocking out all of those days you know you're going to be out, that will really help you in determining where your lessons can fit in on your calendar or what topics and things that you want to do on your calendar. It also kind of helps you if you have a testing schedule. I know my district does a testing schedule. It'll really help out with that as well. You'll know what days you have your WIDA testing or your language learner testing or your state testing or whatever testing that you may have, just make sure you block that out as well. Now, the fourth step is brainstorm some topics that you will think your students will find interesting. So take a moment, just think about things that you may think that they may find interesting or things that you learned that they thought was interesting last school year, or that you heard in the news that they may have interest to. And you can use these topics to create and guide your thinking when you are planning or creating your curriculum map for the school year. So remember to do that. And my fifth tip is just start. It's going to be really messy at first. But once you get going, it's going to be a lot easier when you're doing your planning. Now, just to round out this episode, I want you to take a moment and go through this podcast again, take notes, and make a personal pledge to commit to just doing basic planning for the upcoming school year. It does not have to be elaborate. I want you to also join me and other, other educators in our prep and plan sessions for the 2023-2024 school year. Go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash prep and plan to get notified when our sessions start. Once again, that's myadventuresinesl.com forward slash prep and plan to get notified when the sessions start. I want to know how you are planning, on planning, (laughs) this upcoming school year. Share in our Facebook community or you can go to our blog and share as well. Once again, I wanna thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.